Amen. Do you have your Bibles? Let, 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 let me do this before you stand. Let me do this. Somebody believes. Somebody believed God. Amen. And when you believe God, you, you, you trust God and you know that God is going to do what he said he would do. And I, I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge this. And, and, and this person, again, there's somebody else who wants to remain anonymous. But I found under my door an envelope with my name on it with a piece of paper inside that didn't have my name on it. But it said to the Family Baptist Church Building Fund, the amount of $3,000. Somebody believes God. And the remitter, I, I, I say this just to let you know that when you believe and trust God, you, 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 there's action that follows. And the remitter said, in the place where the, the, the signature is supposed to go, it says, a gift from God. All right, now. Amen. Is Kim or Larry here? Larry, Larry, where you at? Hallelujah. Let me, let me turn it over before I lose it. I turn that over to trustees. There's a spirit in the house of belief that says we're going all the way. Somebody is, 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 is tired of not seeing the, the in your bulletin the little thermometer not move. And so they say, well, listen, we're gonna make we're gonna make that dip, that change. Because we gotta go all the way there. Things that we wanna do, things that we are doing, and I just praise God. So stand on your feet for a moment. Lord, bless that person, whoever they are, abundantly. Lord, cover them and keep them right now. Hallelujah. The enemy is not pleased with what they have acknowledged. The enemy is going to try and come against them, but God, build up a hedge all around them. In the name of Jesus, protect them and keep them. And not only that, God, press that down, shake it over, and let it run over and return it back to them a hundredfold in the name of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Turn with me to the book of Nehemiah. Turn with me to Nehemiah. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I think it's Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther. Nehemiah, Ezra, Nehemiah, Esther, Old Testament book. Turn with me today. Amen. I want to take a moment to thank these psalmists, these wonderful people, these blessed people of God who came out with me on yesterday for my, for my brother's homegoing service at Mount Pilgrim. I thank Deacon Adams and his wife and all those and Deacon Strickland and everybody who just came and just supported and just just prayed my strength in the Lord I thank God I thank God and one of the things that I mentioned uh, during his eulogy is the fact that 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 this young brother did this brother did what, what, what my parents could not do and that is bridge us together 
uh, we thank God. We thank God for, for what even his, his life, his living, and his dying has done. So your living is not in vain. I thank God for my extended family. They're not extended, but they're just family. But I'm my extended family, all to all of you who have been praying, and I thank God for you. Without your prayers, certainly we could not have made it through. And so thank you so much. Keep them in prayer, and as we continue to forge uh, ways and bridges toward one another, and not that we were ever against one another, we just was too ignorant to know anything. You know, back in the day, parents didn't talk about stuff. You a child, you stay in a child's place. You know, and so, but I thank God for all the people around them. I thank God for my entire family. If you will, if you have Nehemiah, go with me to the fourth chapter. Go with me to the fourth chapter. If you allow me just a few minutes. <coughs> the fourth chapter. Drop down the fourth chapter and about the sixth verse. I think maybe I, I want to back up to verse 4 because this is about prayer it's about what prayer can do and so in verse 4 it says from the New King James translation it says hear O our God for we are despised turn their reproach on their own heads and give them as plunder to the land of captivity do not cover their iniquity and do not let their sin be blotted out from before you for they have provoked you to anger before the builders all i was trying to do was build something that's all i so we built the wall and the entire wall was joined together up to half its height for the people had a mind to work don't stop halfway. Don't stop halfway. Just tell your neighbor, don't stop halfway. Stop, stop being halfway. All right, some of y'all substituted words up in the academic. In the name of Jesus, Lord, let us receive your word in Jesus' name. Amen. Don't stop. Halfway. Don't half do something. Go all the way. If you're going to be a worshiper, then worship all the way. You're going to be a praiser. Praise him all the way. God did not stop halfway in his blessings toward us. So why should we be halfway about blessing toward him? Don't stop. And so those of us who know this story and understand that, that Nehemiah had returned to, from his people and Artaxerxes is, is the king of Persia and he had received a permission from Xerxes to leave his place of captivity as a cupbearer to come back and restore the walls and the temple at Jerusalem. He was given permission to come and be able to help his people who were defenseless and hurting and being destroyed from every side. Now, I, I, I don't want to leave you there thinking that we're merely just talking about people talking about 
people or people just hating on people in those days because what this really talks about or what this is pointing to is that there's a time when you are on your way trying to come up there will be people around you to try and take you down oh and it doesn't happen when you don't have anything but when you start to gather yourself when you start to put things together when things begin to come into focus that's when folk will show up around you and out of their hatred or jealousy they will they will they will come to you and they will do things to stop you from being what you need to be I, I thank God for minister for, for, for Elder Evans who showed up on yesterday and immediately came up to me and said, said what is it that you need? Dispatch me whatever you need me to do and, and knowing that my mind was in a flux, in a state that was going from hither and there and could read my, 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 my thoughts and, and knowing that, that whatever, whatever direction you point in, I got it. That's a spiritual connection. No, oh my God. There were so many things I need to share with you about the event on yesterday because it was a blessed event and, and there were some things that were happening that, that illustrates exactly what was happening here. Yes, yes, yes. I, I, I need to share this with you because, because it, it's important to know as I was delivering the eulogy, there was an individual there that, 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 and I made a statement that there will be no marches about my brother's death. There will be no protests. There will be no, no news carried. It won't be carried on the news anymore. All of that. It will be no, nothing a little more than a footnote and statistic in Toledo, the death in Toledo. That's it. He shouted from the back. Why not? And I said, my brother, your question is good. It's well taken and it is proper. And for now, it is not out of order. And I went on to address the question as to why not. Because, because if we come to think and believe that death in our community among our people is just commonplace and it's just what happens no then there's something wrong with us though his question was was on point his question was not timely oh hallelujah you see because the reason the question was not timely because it was not a time to address the woes of the city. It was not time to address that, but it was a time to speak of the unification of a family coming together in their griefs to understand that only God can heal your broken heart and only God can bind up your wounds. It was a time so I would not be distracted from my mission of what God had called me to do. Oh, sometimes your distractions come in the neatest of packages. Well-intentioned dragons. Oh, they have well intentions, but they still a dragon. 
Oh my God, I need to help somebody because if you don't understand Bible, when the Bible talks about dragons, dragons also become serpents. If you understand anything about serpents, serpents slither and slide all around and it is also a name for the devil himself. Well-intentioned devils come to you and will try to distract you from the mission that God has called you on. Look at what happens here in this. It says, so we built the wall to half the height. And, and just when you get about halfway, the people had a mind to work. He says, now it happened. That Sanballat and Tobiah and the Arabs and the Amorites and the Ashadites heard that the walls of Jerusalem were being restored and the gaps were beginning to close. When you start to close up the gaps, where your resources have been leaking out. When you start to close up the gaps. Where your energy and your strength has been poured out to. Where people have been coming in taking from you. And not giving back to you. When you start to close up the gaps. And begin to cut some folk off. When you close up the gaps. There's going to be a problem. When you tell folk you can't live up on me no more. When you start to close up the gaps and say, no, you can't ride in my ride no more. No, no, you can't take from me anymore. I'm an emotional wreck and I have nothing else left to give. When you start to close the gaps and say, I've got to take some time to restore. I've got to take some time to rebuild. I've got to take some time to fortify. I've got to take some time to come back up again. I'm closing up the gaps. There will be no more bloodletting. There will be no more drainage. There will be no more tearing down. You've been taking from me brick by brick, but now it's time to close the gaps. And many times, it is a spiritual attack. It's more than just physical. Because it becomes a spiritual dream. Am I the only one here? Anybody been mentally tired? Well, you didn't have to do anything, but your mind was just so tired that your body became ineffective. Have you been in that place where you wanted to do, knew what to do, and tried to do, but because I was so plagued in my mind, because there was so much going on that spiritually you were paralyzed. And so, you know what's gonna happen. You close up some gaps. You turn off your phone. You don't answer the door. He says, they became very angry. All of them. And, and watch what they'll do. Because now they think the problem is you. And they conspired together. It's amazing that when you start to come up, folk will get together to bring you down. I, it, it, it's rare that people get together to build you up, but they show enough 
will get together when it's time to bring you down. They, 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 they will surround you and one will start to spread one half truth and a half truth ain't nothing but a lie. And when they start get the spinning that and telling the next person and the next person, oh, you are the worst thing that ever walked on two feet that crawled up out of the ocean. That's how they'll talk about you. And if they're in church, you become an uncircumcised Philistine. If I, had, if I had six more people at Bible study, they would know what that really meant. And so, and so you look at these people and he said they became very angry and they conspired together to come and attack Jerusalem, the people of God. And, and why? To do nothing but to create, as the Bible says, confusion. You are halfway through where God is taking you. You have come, and, and not only that, he says it's halfway of the wall, which says that, 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 that you're on your way up, you're building upward. And you're closing up the gaps around you. You're, 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 you're about to secure your protection. But, but, but it's not yet because there's some still some folk who can jump a little bit high. You're going to weed out some. But, but, but you can't stop halfway. And just because it looks good right now, halfway. No, you've got to go all the way. And the reason they, they want to get with you and talk about you and conspire about you is so that they can create enough confusion and see they didn't talk about the wall but they talked about creating confusion among the people who were building the wall if you're trying to build a marriage if you're trying to build a church if you're trying to build a family if you're trying to build your finances and resources and all of that you see they're no longer attacking you but they're attacking what you're trying to do and they're trying to get you to stop from doing what you do if I can get you confused and keep you against one another, then the enemy can take over. Deacon, that, that's what's going on in this church right now. It's a spiritual thing. A, couple week, a week ago, when I came in here and stood before you and said to you, that the spirit of death I told you then at that time I did not know on that Sunday morning that my brother was dead I just felt that there was an attack of the shadow of death and I say shadow because it had not come to me but it passed by me. Oh my God. And, 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 and not only that, I felt that same spirit as, as we pray for brother, uh, uh, Sister Gail Lawson and her husband. Her husband also passed this past week. You need to lift up your sister Gail, my, my, my faithful nurse. I call her my tracheotomy nurse. Don't you act like you can't breathe in here because she will trach you. 
Hallelujah. But her husband passed. And, and, and I felt there was a shift in the atmosphere. And, and, and when my mother, mother, mother's boy came and told me, she said, and, and I'm thinking, well, we're praying for him, we're praying for him. And, and she had to get me and, and, and bring me back into focus. And she said, no, he is dead. He has passed. felt a shift knowing that there were spiritual things at play that there was a spiritual warfare I'm praying for for Mary Johnson and even though God is saying that this must go a certain way but yet I believe that there's going to be confusion in the family for those who do not know God and, and, and they're going to struggle with this whole thing called death and so that's why we who stand as intercessors pray for those who know not how to pray the same is true. Oh, we don't read this, this, this prayer list just to be reading. Uh, it's not about calling out somebody's name to hear their name on the speaker. It's about somebody in the house who knows how to get a prayer through. It's about somebody who's intercessory, who may not be informed about the conditions that may be happening, who can say, Lord, in the name of Jesus. It's about somebody who can say, I can step in the gap. I can fulfill that halfway mark where the people have come and they're falling and they're hurting. I will make up the difference so that they might still be able to reach heaven. When you hear my prayer, Lord, consider them. Oh, in the name of Jesus. He says, he says, he says, it was, it, it, it tried to create confusion. But I like the next word. Nevertheless, mm -hmm, we made our prayer to God. Uh, you can try to keep up confusion, Satan, all you want to. But, but, but nevertheless, I'm going to make my prayer to God. And because of them, we set watches. I, I, I like Nehemiah. <coughs> See if y'all can catch this. You, you do know Nehemiah was a cupbearer. You do know that Nehemiah was in captivity. You do know that he was under Artaxerxes, the Persian king. You do know that as the cupbearer, he stands by the king to give him his cup. Anytime that the king wants a drink to refresh himself, he has to be right there. You do know that while standing by the king, that the king still conducts whatever business he need to conduct. You do understand that the king often will formulate strategies and plans and put them into motion and every now and then while he's strategizing he said can I have a little drink please let me and keep on doing what he got to do oh I'm, I'm trying to paint a picture for a couple of people here because Nehemiah as he's standing by the king bearing the cup 
he comes to understand strategy. He uh, comes to understand tactics and he comes to understand how things are done in a military fashion. He comes to understand how things work on the battlefield. He comes to understand how people plot against you but then he has a counter move against them. He comes to understand that in the process, see sometimes when you're in captivity and you're standing bearing the cup but you are also privileged to the, to, to the things that are happening around the king you get an education while you're in captivity while you're yet holding on to the cup you get to overhear everything that's going on you have a you learn something without having to invest yourself you learn something about how the things work and what to do when you come into a situation oh you may not need it today but one day is coming that you will be in a position when you you're going to have to call on some things that you learned while you were in captivity. Because when I was in captivity, that's when I learned how to pray. When I was in captivity, I learned how to trust God. When I was in captivity, I knew who I could look to. When I was in captivity, I knew that he would make a way out of nowhere. When I was in captivity, that's when God showed me that he would turn my midnights back into day. When I was in captivity, that's when God became a healer when I was in captivity that's when God became my fortress my rock in him I trust when I was in captivity so Nehemiah Nehemiah with his captive self made a request of the king that he might go back and build the walls and you get it in this verse where he goes back and he says not only did he pray this is the thing I like about him because he did not rely upon the things that he learned from the king but he gave it over to God first he said, so we made our prayer to God. And because of them, we set watches. He said, I learned how to set up my guard. I learned how to set, set people in the right place at the right time. So first, talk to God. And then set it up. Yeah. from the most unlikely places reverend you will hear things like Judah Judah means praise but but here's what Judah had to say Judah said the strength of the laborers are failing in other words what Judah was reflecting that our shout had become diminished. That our hand claps weren't as loud. Oh, what Judah was trying to get over to them is that, that we don't sing with the fervor that we used to sing with anymore. What Judah was saying, there's so much stuff in the way. There's so much rubble and rubbish among us that we're not able to build the wall. How can we continue to worship God when our parking lot is flooding? There's some rubbish 
in the way. There's some stuff that we can't get around. And so, I, so it's diminishing our praise. Oh, watch out now. Watch out. Can I make this real? And he began to talk to them and said, we're not able to build the wall. We got too much stuff in the way. Our adversaries, and they were, <clears throat> they were, the adversaries began to say, we're going to sneak up on them. And they ain't going to know or see anything until we come into the midst to kill them. Listen, I want to serve notice that a flooded parking lot is not going to stop us from worshiping God. We'll get there. I promise you we will get there and one day it'll be paid in its entirety I'm putting that out there putting you on notice that I'm going to do everything in my power and so the adversaries are trying to say ah oh, they won't last we'll sneak up on them and we'll cause their work to cease huh We'll have, we'll have, and the devil will set it up where, where a lot of folk won't attend church. Look at my deacon boy. <coughs> look at the gaps that have been placed on my mother's board. Oh, oh, look at what's happening here. And look what's going on. But I want you to know, for whatever reason, and there are those who have reasons as to why they're not here. But I want you to understand something. That God is in control. It's not about the number that's in the pew. But it's how great thou art. God can take little and do much. Because how I know, because I was little to nothing and God has taken me and formulated me, shaped me, made me, molded me. God continues to lift me. God continues to bless me. I want you to know that God can take that which is inside of you and make it great such that the world will be astounded as to who you are. Tell your neighbor, I got that kind of power, huh? I got that. You better recognize that you sitting next to somebody that's been blessed. You sitting next to somebody that's under the anointing of God. You sitting next to somebody that's been down in the pit and brought back out again. You better know that you know that I'm the one that's been chosen from the foundations of the world. You better understand something about me. I may be down, I may be, I may stumble sometime, but I will get back up again. And oh, when I rise, when I rise, I will still bless the Lord at all times. And his praises shall continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me close. Let me close with this. So it was that when the Jews who dwelt near them came and told them, they said they told us ten times, ten times what they was going to do to us. Uh, from whatever place that you turn, they're going to be upon us. The devil like to threaten you. Oh my God. He 
threatens you, especially when he knows he ain't got the power to do nothing with you. Ten times they kept coming. And, 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 and you got to love this. Therefore, I positioned men behind the lower parts of the wall. Take up your position, somebody. I positioned them behind the lower parts. Oh, in the name of Jesus. He says, and then at all of the openings, they had not yet put the doors up. And so he says, yeah, let me, let me get some folk at the door. Don't let nobody just come in and out on you. Hallelujah. You better go back to mama. Mama gonna tell you inside or out. Stop opening and closing that door. You on one side or the other. Oh Lord, in the name of Jesus. Somebody having flashbacks. Not only that, he says, as, as you position them on the lower parts and, and at the opening, he says, and I set the people according to their families. Now watch this. This is important, and I'm going to close with this. He says, he says, he set people according to their families. And I, I gave them swords. In other words, I armed them. We've got to be armed. He says, he says I gave them spears and bows because some, some of your, your, your fighting is going to be close quartered. The reason you have a sword is because the fighting is going to be up close and personal. There, there are going to be some folk that's going to be all up in your face. There's, there, there's some spirits that's going to try to get all in close with you. When you go and you have nothing but a sword, you're going to have. And the sword that you carry is the word of God. Come on, when folk try to slide up on you and sneak up on you, you better be able to take out your sword. And then he says, I'm going to give some of y'all spears. Because even though you're not ready for close quarter fighting, some folk you need to keep at a distance. But you need to deal with them at a distance. When they call you on the phone, you remind them that they can't come over. Some of us need to close down Facebook. Some of us need to, uh, to, to stop Snapchatting folk. And, and see, at a distance, uh, you can deal with some folk. And then he says, some, I'm going to get some bows. See, now you need to really back up off some folk. When you need, I say, I don't want to look at you. I don't want to hear you. But I just want to destroy you from wherever you might be. I'm going to shoot my arrows in that direction knowing that God will give it aim and God will give it power. Oh. See, he didn't tell us just, just to be talking about bows and arrows and, and spears and such. But he told us this so that you understand that there are different types of situations that you're going to be dealing with. And then he says, I set families. I set families. Nobody will fight harder for you than family. Nobody, nobody will put their life on the line for you like family nobody will intercede for you like family oh my god when you, you know that your child is under attack oh my god some of your children are under attack in school 
that's when the family has got to come together and recognize that maybe this time it's not the child but it's the institution that the child is subjected to. Sometimes you gotta understand that don't nobody care about your baby like you can care about your baby. Sometimes you gotta recognize that the problem ain't in you, but it's the forces that's coming against you. You got to fight TV. You got to fight the internet. You got to fight folk on the street. You got to fight the institution. You got to fight the government. Oh, in the name of Jesus. He says, he says, he says, he says, you got to put, let me put these families together. And he looked, he said, I looked and rose and they said to the nobles and to the leaders and to the rest of the people, don't be afraid. Tell somebody, don't be scared. Mm, no, 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 no. Remember the Lord. Great and awesome. Remember how God has kept us. Remember how God has provided for us. And then he says, don't you stop all the way. He says, fight for your brethren, for your sons, for your daughters, for your wives, for your houses. You got to fight for what God has given you. You got to fight for what God has blessed you with. Oh my God. Fight for your brothers and your sisters. Fight for your sons and your daughters. Note that he circles it in the family context so that you understand it's about us surviving as a family. Don't go half the way. Go all the way. In Jesus' name. I'm done, y'all. I'm done. The doors of the church are open.